Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's been two weeks. I know. We're back to the podcast, back to the Twitch stream, back together again. Guys, you should really see this setup that Matt Palmer (laughs) set up. I think it's funny because on his side, he has like his iced coffee. He has his tissues. He has has a garbage can. My side, nothing. Yeah, like he couldn't even hey, like get me a glass of water. I didn't receive <laughs> your rider before you got here. Okay. And so next week, if you have a request, please let me know. I would like okay. some puppies on this side of the room. Sorry, Mariah, unavailable. <laughs> Until you sell, you know, daydream and butterfly, you don't get puppies wherever you go, darling. It's happening. This time next week, I will uh, be a platinum selling artist. Platinum? Diamond, darling. Diamond? <laughs> for, for Daydream okay, and Music well, Box, Diamond. Okay, but if I was a platinum selling artist, you would still like, no, like okay, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll give him some kombucha or something. Platinum, I'm trying to think who was or platinum. Like 3LW could have gotten platinum. You think they were getting uh, puppies? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back in the day. Um... I, I just can't believe it's been so long. I mean, we have, should probably just start with the actual podcast, but it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. I was sick. I'm still a little sick, but I think we're going to have a really good time today. You look great. Thank you. You look good, too. Thank you. I think it might be an extra long podcast, but again, we're doing a little behind the scenes stuff. The video camera cuts us off at 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so that's why a lot of times we're like wrapping up, giving you moments or wrapping up uh, news for idiots around the 30 minute mark because mm-hmm. we're like, well, we don't want to stop the camera. <laughs> yeah. So. so. That's that on that. Anything else? Let's just go into the podcast. Let's go into the podcast. Let's go. One, two, three. Action. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Two Game Mats. It's Matt Palmer. It's Matt Steele. And it's been a whole freaking week. It's two weeks. Two weeks, excuse me. My God. Since we were last year together. She was ill. She really was. She, like, th- she didn't have the big sick. No. Oscar nominated film. Ah, and that's also not but, about that. Not about COVID. No. Th- that, was, that was before COVID. Yes, the big sick. Um, but yeah, it was just the small sick. It was. Like, I had the casual sick. Jackson took two COVID tests. I took one because I was sick because of him. And no one had COVID, which is great. But I'm going to warn you all now, just so we're all clear. We've all been living in a we don't get common colds moment mm-hmm. because we've all been locked down. We've all been wearing masks. The first common cold you get is going to beat your ass. Oh, yeah. Last, like last September, I had a cold. Do you remember that? And I, I was just and I kept and I got, took two COVID tests. Both were negative. Yes. So I didn't have COVID. And I was just like, this is the worst. It's just, like I'm dying. You forget how horrible it is. And it also, at least for this sickness, I was sick for, I'm still sick. It's, I've been sick for probably 10 days. I'm coming out of it. I feel like by mid next week, I'll be fully better. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like sickness and things like that, you take so much for granted your health and the yes. fact that like, oh, I can get up. Matt Steele can come over. We can do the podcast. There's no worries. There's no issues. There's nothing more dreadful than like lying in bed, coughing with a sore throat, sneezing out the wazoo. And just thinking, this is how it ends. Honestly. Like, this, this will never end. Because you always go straight to like, oh, this is my life now. Yes. And you're <laughs> just and you're like, remember that time I wasn't sick and I didn't appreciate right. it? And then as soon as you're not sick, you want to appreciate it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's very very rude that you got sick the week of a the Oscar nominations and b the week where like everything happened on mm. Celebrity Big Brother and so I was so excited to talk about it and I, then like the day before Matt Palmer was like ooh. <laughs> 
There was a small moment where we could have done a Zoom recording, not a Zoom recording of the podcast, sans Twitch, sans, you know, video. But I was like, you know what? I'm in bed and I feel fucking awful. Like, yeah. let's just not. Yeah, let's and also, not. like, we, we're talking about the Oscar nominations. I want the video. Like, All right. I, I want the you video. You want people for, to see I it. Want people to see. Also, just so I know going forward, is Celebrity Big Brother, you're giving me moments? Uh, no. Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be. It could be. It was All very right. dramatic. Right. What happened in the past two weeks has been very dramatic hey. and kind of fun. It could be my giving me moments. We love drama here at Two yeah. Matt. So, right. Matt Steele, how have your two weeks been? My w- two weeks have been good. Yeah. Just a lot of working. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh-oh. The couch. No. It hasn't arrived. Oh, bitch. <laughs> but it has. I was so excited. It has shipped. All right. The chair is gonna be you four know. weeks later but you know what we got a couch honestly it's, it's coming it's coming the chair we're wait, still waiting for it but like whatever if it's here by Thursday night I would like to come over so we can film two game ads okay I, I'll allow that please I, um, there's nothing on the walls yet still that's I, fine though I do want to hang everything on the walls um, before the couch arrives because there will be drilling involved and mm. so I don't want the dust to touch the brand new couch oh, I see. Um, so and I told my new roommate I was like I'm hiring a task rabbit to hang all of this stuff on the wall I just fair. because I want it I don't want there to be any mishaps with putting holes in the walls and right. all that stuff and and he's just like oh I don't know like I think I can do it and I'm just like I'm willing to spend the money just so nothing <laughs> gets messed it's up it's also like let me have this one of the weirder things about you mm-hmm. is that you get so much stress out of like I've put a hole in the wall yes. and I'm going to have to like put the nail a little to the left because it's a little off center like that will keep Matt Steele up at night yes. so new roommate Daniel um, I just this is one of his things. Well, but Chip these, these aren't just like nails in the wall. Like these are heavy things I'm putting on the wall. What are you putting on the walls? But, uh, girl, I spent money. Oh my god! To decorate the apartment. Wow. Um, and so like it's like you got to drill the big holes. All right. Like to put in the safety protectors. Well, yes, yes. And everything. Okay, great. Um, well, what else did I do the past two weeks? I did my first escape room oh. uh, last Monday, which was very fun. My friend Derek uh, texted me last minute, and he was like, "Hey, I'm doing an escape room with some friends. Someone bailed. Do you want to join?" And I had never done it before. They're um, fun. I love escape rooms. It was really fun. I know. And, and like, I am not into like a casual game, but like an immersive game, I'm all about. <laughs> um, like one where the stakes are really high. Like we will not escape this room if we fail. Mm. Um, we escaped with four seconds left. Wow. To go. And then as I, you know, as we were leaving, the guy who was like running the escape room pulled me aside. And he was just like, I just want to tell you, like, when you said this was your first time, like, in an escape room, I was like, oh, okay, you know, he'll be average and everything. You were incredible. Wow. And he was like, you were so good at this. You were so good at noticing patterns. Oh, and my gosh. You were also very good. Something that I think I was very good at was, ah. was coming up with an idea and then delegating someone else to do it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then going on to something else. And he's like, okay. he was like, yeah, no, usually when it's people's first time, they get overwhelmed and they kind of just, like, stand back and, and watch for a little bit. But yeah. you were really, like... In there and going for it, but not taking too much of a leadership role, like you weren't overpowering. Wow. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am great Shit. at escape room. We should do an escape room. Who together. knew? I know, didn't know. Who knew? On the first time, on a first day, I went on with Jackson, when which I met his sister and her uh, husband. I guess then boyfriend. Uh, we were going to an escape room. I was like, oh, I'm so, so excited. We're going to escape room. I get in there. It's an escape room I've done before. Oh no! But I'm like, <laughs> this is too early on in our relationship, and I'm just meeting these people. So I'll just be like. 
Maybe we should use this vacuum. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And something else cool that uh, happened yeah. is the guy um, let us, we were like, you know, had a good rapport with the guy who was running the escape room. Mm-hmm. And so after we left and the new people came in, we were just like talking a little bit and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he let us go into the control room and watch the other what? couple like do their entire escape Wait, was room. this man gay and hitting on you? No, he, no. he was gay. Okay. Was <laughs> he hitting on you? No, he had a boyfriend. Oh, okay. I got his whole history. He was okay. very nice, um, and it was it was just a great experience. Wow! Yeah, what, what have you done these past two weeks besides lay in bed? I was gonna say lay in bed, move to sleep in our guest room, so my coughing wouldn't bother my boyfriend. Like mm. those were big things. But yesterday I uh, was feeling more alive and uh, went to Barnstall Park with Janie and some friends, and we watched the sunset, which was very nice. Oh, and how romantic! It was very romantic. And was Jackson there with you as yeah, you watched the yes, sunset? Yes, oh, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> I can also watch sunsets without my boyfriend. By but the way, but it's nicer with a boyfriend. It is nice. I've watched a lot of sunsets without a boyfriend, and let me tell you, it's nicer with a boyfriend. Oh, it, is, it was nice. It absolutely was. And um, trying to think of what else I did. Oh, yesterday also we went to a place called Bakari in Glendale and uh, got dinner with Zach and Corey, our friends, and that was very fun. I'm trying to think if there's anything else of note. I mean, I've watched some things. You'll be proud of me. I watched an Oscar-nominated film oh my like God, you girl. requested I do for the new year. Oh, my God. And I must say, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Very good. Oh, my God. It is a joy. Oh, my God. That's one I have not watched. It is right there on Netflix. It is a lot of fun. The animation is really cool. It's almost like Into the Spider-Verse and like it's comic book style of animation. Mm, The story itself is really good. I just like it was very heartwarming. And like if this won even over in Kanto, I wouldn't be mad. Wow. It's great. It's really, It's not winning over in Kanto, but. (laughs) (laughs) You never, I mean, I guess you do know. If it does, Um, it would be a fun surprise. uh, Hey, and there have been surprises in the Oscar race already. Uh, Yes, there. Should should we dive right in? I guess let's go. All right, Matt, so now we're going to jump into News for Idiots and Matt Steele. All right. The Oscar nominees came out. Pull those nominations up. They are up, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The most important time of the year is here upon us. First thing I have to say, yes. well, there were like a, a good number of surprises. Okay. Um, the first thing I have to say is y'all who are screaming about how Lady Gaga was the biggest snub of the day. Wow. She was not. Oh, shit. You're really the, starting. <laughs> she was not. Making people mad. Okay. The, the most surprising snub of the day was that Katrina Balfe did not get nominated for Best Supporting Actress for Belfast. Lady Gaga and House of Gucci, yeah, it was kind of a surprise that she didn't get nominated considering she got nominated for all of the like big precursor yeah. awards, Critics' Choice, Golden Globe, SAG, and BAFTA, but she was always kind of fighting for that fifth place slot, maybe fourth place slot, like if she was lucky. She was always kind of fighting for one of those slots. Mm. Katrina Balfe, since Belfast, since anyone saw Belfast, it was like, oh, she is like second, solid second place for best supporting actress, second like, to Ariana DeBose. Yes. Okay. And so, and so it was. She was always very much a given, and and the fact that she wasn't nominated, the fact that Judy Dench was nominated over her, like her co-star in Belfast was nominated over her, was very much a surprise. I'm not complaining. I think Judy Dench was excellent in Belfast. Mm. I think, but Katrina Balfe's performance is gorgeous. Where like, can I see Belfast? I truly don't oh, know. Right. <laughs> I don't know where it's streaming. Right. Okay. I imagine you can rent it. I okay. don't know. Um, but I imagine it's still playing at some theaters. Good luck. Um, <laughs> um, but so I was very surprised it was not nominated. What I imagine maybe happened was that I wouldn't consider her the lead of the movie, but 
I imagine maybe some people could have. So mm. I, I imagine some people put her like tried nominating her in leading actress as opposed to supporting, and maybe she split. The votes, um, I don't know, and maybe that's how Judy Dench got in because Judy Dench is clearly like the supporting, right? You know, a supporting actress in the movie. Um, so I was very upset that she didn't get nominated, but I mean, all the nominees in that category are great. Um, the second biggest snub of the day was not Lady Gaga. It was <laughs> it was the fact that Denis Villeneuve did not get nominated for Best Director for mm. Dune. Uh, the director of uh, Drive My Car got in, which I wasn't really surprised. I I, I figured. Um, I wasn't really surprised that uh, Raisuki Hamaguchi mm. got nominated just because they always, first of all, because Drive My Car is excellent. Um, but also, the past couple of years, I feel like there's always been a, 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 a director of a foreign film in for Best Director yeah. um, that has gotten in. Um, so I kind of thought that Denis would get in over maybe Kenneth Branagh. But, mm. you know, so it was it was regardless, I was just shocking that Denis Villeneuve did not get nominated for Best Director. Of the Best Picture nominees, who mm. are you rooting for? Well... Like every other year, my favorite movie of the year is the movie that was like fighting for the eighth place, ninth place slot and then ends up not getting nominated. Oh, no. Which is Tick, Tick, Boom. It happened. You okay, babe? Good. She'll be fine. (laughs) This year it was Tick, Tick, Boom. It was Florida Project previously, Mm. The Farewell previously, Eighth Grade previously. This year it was Tick, Tick, Boom. But so right now, I would say my favorite of all these nominees would be either uh, West Side Story or uh, Drive My Car. All right. But The Power of the Dog is likely going to win Best Picture, as which I think would be a, a fantastic winner. I really loved it. Do you think Andrew Garfield has a chance of winning Best Actor for Tick, Tick, Boom? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I, would lo- I think it would be great, but um, he has a lot of competition. But right. It's basically between Will Smith, who's the front runner, or Benedict Cumberbatch, mm. who's probably like second place right now. Um, I would love it if Tick, Tick, Boom won Best Editing, which was kind of a surprise nomination. I would love it if it won Best Editing. All right. So it was it's it's an exciting year. I'm excited to talk about it more as the award season goes on. Well, lest we forget, even though Lady Gaga may have been stubbed, her telephone (laughs) co-star. Beyonce nominated Knowles Carter nominated <laughs> finally since she was not included in that listen list of people who wrote that song she is nominated for her song written for um King Richard yes be alive be, be alive yes be alive yeah it's a great song it is a very good and song. I'm so excited that we can officially call Beyonce an Oscar nominee obviously after I, all these years after all these years I feel like I saw an interview with Tina Knowles where someone like asked for her reaction about that and she's like well you know, we're excited, but this should have happened years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that is the appropriate response. That is the response of a mother and a stan. So I'm with her. That's what I love about Tina Knowles is she's such a mother. Oh. Like she's like, she'll just post on Instagram just like, look at my grandbabies. I know. She's and like, we're, like, look, we're looking at I them. know. She's such a great grandmother, great mom, and just like stands her incredibly talented children and offspring. So I know. Go yeah. her. Um, do, but do you think the Encanto song uh, will win over it? I, I, this is um, an Encanto song I never heard before. Uh, I, I do. Just because it is a musical mm-hmm. and that is like, I mean, and the thing is, if it was We Don't Talk About Bruno, it would have obviously won. But I still think the fact that it's from, coming from Encanto, I do think it will win. And Dos Orguitas is gorgeous. Like, okay. I love Be Alive. It, it's a great song, but I feel like Be Alive is less uh, a part of the, uh, well, maybe Dos Orguitas is just in the uh, the credits. Either way, I don't okay. know. It could. I either way, I will be happy. Well, I do want Beyonce to have an EGOT, so this would be a great step towards that. Yes, <laughs> of course. Well, and maybe Diane Warren will win another year. 
She, she, she got her thirteenth nomination this year. You never know. It's happening, Diane. It's happening. I love her. She's so funny on Twitter and everything. She's just like got nominated again. <laughs> she she's just so great. And one day she's gonna win. And wait, how do we feel about the hosts? Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, Wanda Sykes. I love all three of them. Yes. I think it would be great. I would love it if I saw on Twitter people mm. had the idea that Regina Hall should like open the Oscars spoofing the Nicole Kidman AMC commercial. Oh my god, that is brilliant. As Brenda Meeks in Scary Movie. <laughs> That's brilliant. Brilliant. Like oh, it'd yeah. be, if y'all don't do this, you like, have to. Please, 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 please. I'm yeah, I'm excited for all three of them. I'm, I also must say I heard a rumor from an unnamed source mm-hmm. that uh Whoopi Goldberg was supposed to be one of the hosts. And oh. because of the view thing, she's not. That's a rumor. But it's a rumor I heard. <laughs> I, can, I can't imagine she would want to like co-host. Like I imagine she would be like, mm, I am the uh, only. Hey, ho- I am the headliner. I Whoopi Goldberg, know. I think, is one of the best Oscar hosts that the Oscars have ever had. So, well, um, question for you. Yes, I have a few questions just from on the outside looking in on the Oscars. That okay. these things sound dumb. Okay, the Oscars are now requiring nominees to be vaxxed, but presenters and performers don't have to be. What's that? I don't know. Okay. Orig- the original headline was that Oscar, the Oscars are not requiring that the attendees be vaccinated. So mm. people are like, one of the big nominees might not be vaccinated. That's- so people were like, oh my God, is it Will Smith? <laughs> like, like people were like really scared. But then they changed the headline to the nominees must be vaccinated. So we're like, whew, Will Smith is vaccinated. Um, but who, which, what presenter could possibly That's be what big it enough? Is. It feels like someone is not vaccinated and they just really want them to still yes. present. Yes. We got to like who who We got to find out who's presenting. It has to be someone big enough to like whoever's presenting best picture. Maybe, right. right. I mean, I don't want to say that because I don't want to like have people assume things about whoever's nominating best picture. Mm. But who is it? Hey, I will keep my eyes peeled. Yes. I'll be looking during that and yeah. figuring that out. Exactly. Yes. Also, second. <laughs> this headline is. Wait. So funny. Why is there an Oscars fan favorite poll? At all? Like a twi- is it a Twitter hashtag that like you get to- and does it get announced on the show who wins? Like Yes. It does. The Oscars are doing two new special things for this year's broadcast mm. with the hope of appeasing the Marvel people. Um <laughs> basically like there's like an online poll. One is like your biggest uh Oscars cheer moment, which is like the moment where you stood up and cheered, and like ladies and gentlemen, let's get real. It's Sunday from Tick Tick Boom. That was when we all cheered. Um but obviously they're catering to the people when I guess Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire pop up in the new right. Spider-Man and people were very excited about that, which is wonderful, you know, but, um, <laughs> and then there's also like also, um, vote for your favorite movie of the year. Like the fans can do it on Twitter uh-huh. as a hashtag and everything. And I feel like people are being a little overdramatic about this. Like, yeah, it is kind of like pandery that the Oscars are trying to do this. Will it affect ratings? Probably not. I mean, I feel like there's nothing the Oscars can really do. Like, with anything else in the universe, like, nothing is as relevant as it used to be. Just because everyone is consuming media differently these days. Um and like the Oscars are just not going to get the ratings that they used to, especially now because like people know 24 hours later, all the speeches will be available on YouTube. To totally. watch, so they're not going to tune in to watch live. It's fine. But I feel like film Twitter and Oscar fans are being a little overdramatic about this poll. They're just they're so angry that the Oscars like are trying to get these viewers and right. everything. And it's kind of just like, guys, it's not real. And like, it's like, it's not like this, these things are going to actually receive us. Yes. Like, like these aren't getting Academy Awards. It's going right? to be a two minute announcement where people can go. Yay. Isn't that nice? And then I mean, move on with the ceremony. But the fact that Cinderella is winning is very funny. That when I saw that headline <laughs> very this funny. morning, I was like, this is the funniest thing. That's oh happened. my God. Like, 
Dr. Woods, our oh patron, who is like the person who stands Cinderella out there has got to be doing backflips. Hopefully she is tweeting. But I love that this movie that is like pretty universally panned <laughs> is in the lead at the moment. I hope it wins just because that would be very, very funny to me. I mean, guys, it is the year of the musical. So like really how, many, how many musicals came out this year? It's only fitting that... Um, random musical wins. Yeah. So good for everyone involved in Cinderella. I, sorry, the Marvel people are really struggling like, to, mean, to get this Oscars clout. I like, mean, but it's like, do you need it? You're making so much money. Your movies are going to be made till the end of time. Like, do you need Oscars on top of it? Well, and the thing is, it's kind of they're just, they're just like, oh, they they don't want to award popular movies anymore. Da, 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 da. It's like you realize that like Dune was a giant blockbuster, mm. got nominated for Best Picture. Uh, King Richard did extremely well, got nominated for Best Picture. Don't look up got nominated for best picture and it was the, like the number one movie ev- in Netflix history wasn't mm, it I don't it know it was Netflix right yeah so it was Netflix okay it, it was like it was so successful so like that argument isn't real like <laughs> it's it's just that they didn't the enough voters didn't find Spider-Man to be the best movie of the mm. year better luck with the next Spider-Man I don't know <laughs> like what do you want them to do these people are going to vote with their hearts which is always important um well speaking of hearts mm, uh yes uh I when I heard this, when I read this, when I found out about this, it's just like you get sick to your stomach at a point. Nick Cannon has released a first song off of his new mixtape. It is a song called Alone, which, by the way, you cannot be alone if you have fathered 8,000 children in the past year. Mm. Uh, And it samples Mariah's uh, 1990 track Love Takes Time. By the way, all the articles say it's alone in love. It's Love Takes Time. And it basically is him trying to win Mariah back via song. The lyrics include, I say I'm cool when I know I miss it. I trade it all for the case. If I could get have you back, if I could go back to where we started at. And I listened to it, and I'm telling you, he attempts to end the song with a whistle note. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me see if I can try and find it. He attempts to end the song with a whistle note from his vocal cords. Let me, uh, I'm really going to look it up. So, Like not altered by uh, like... Um, oh, I'm sure it's altered, but there's no way to alter it enough. There's, yeah, there's no miracle that can... Okay. I apologize for the noise pollution <laughs> I have just inserted into your ears, but when I tell you this had me bawling laughing and also like sick to my stomach because it's like it is valentine's day she has not been with you for almost a decade now you are going to go out of your way to sample her song to try and win her back when she is very much happily in a relationship with a very handsome even if a little cheesy <laughs> brian tanaka that makes him even more handsome it, it does makes him cute. he just loves her and he's and, already exceedingly handsome oh he's gorgeous oh my god but it's like why do we think now is the time for this nick like mm. you have so much else on your plate I feel like he's going through a lot I'm trying to give him a little bit of grace because I know one of his children did pass away recently maybe he's going through a grieving process people's process is different but like let's just leave this alone like leave Mariah Carey out of your story from here on out like the issue even when they were together was he would always be like oh yeah we have sex in airplanes to hero and Mariah's like hey shut the fuck yeah, up yeah like hi like I'm <laughs> a multi-million dollar superstar yes decades uh, you know, in of relevance. Like, I don't want people to hear this, especially because, no. like, I was this before they had kids. Uh, I don't even know. I like, think no. I feel like this was near the end of their relationship. It's like Nick. 
uh, no, we have children. Like oh. this is like And that's no. the thing is like she couldn't be nicer about like we co-parent. I can't respond to the things he says, but we co-parent. That's my kid's father and like giving him all of the grace. But like to discuss this, to have this be a part of the conversation, it just is like so obvious with the sample and the whistle and all of it that like you just wanted these headlines. You just wanted us all to talk about this. And like I don't need it. Mm. I don't want it. I don't want it. Hey, vote for that in the queer tease. You have a couple more days. Hey. <laughs> but yes. So I Nick, hear Cinderella's in the lead. <laughs> that's true. It's Cinderella's beating me out yeah. for the queer tea at the moment. I just I just needed us all to be on the same page with like what the song actually was because I feel like a lot of people weren't listening to it and that whistle note was And just that whistle and it like fades out in the whistle. Mm. It's a lot. Mm. Uh, and speaking of jilted exes, Jake Gyllenhaal has finally shared his reaction to Taylor Swift's All Too Well in the blowback he faced from fans. It has nothing to do with me. It is her uh, expression. Artists tap into personal experiences for inspiration. I don't begrudge anyone for that. Uh, but then he goes on to say, at some point, I think it's important when supporters get unruly that we feel a responsibility to have them be civil and not allow for cyberbullying cyber in, in one's name. Uh, not about any individual per se. That's like, okay. Yeah, because it's about millions of individuals. I mean, it's clearly about Taylor Swift and her fans. And, um, you know, you know, that's as nice of a response as one can give when I, you're in that sort of situation. I, and it's like, I hear you. But also, I saw a person who I was 19 year old. I, th- I guess who was claimed to have dated Jake Gyllenhaal when she was 19 and like wrote kind of about her experience being with him and all of his supporters have gone after her. And it's like, oh. have you done this yourself? Have you said that all of your supporters leave this girl alone for expressing what happened to her? Um, I don't think he has. So Jake, I believe you need to make an announcement. I think we need to look at the man in the mirror. Wow. Hmm. Wow. So. Okay, um, well, uh, I I hope uh, this gets resolved. I hope I hope this. I hope this gets resolved as well. Okay. And I, I also am excited to see when Speak Now uh, re-releases. How mad John Mayer is going to be? Oh my god! Because that man, uh, that man. I mean, dear John, I would argue is more like oh, cruel. Yes. Oh, very much so. I, how how do you think Taylor will release a twenty minute version of Dear John? Because I would love do, one. Do you, do you think now she'd be like, okay, that this is what the people want? I would love one. I don't know that one exists or ex- like a part of the all too well story was always like, oh, I wrote a ten minute version, we had to cut it down. But if she wants to expound upon it, yes, go for it. I'd be happy. Just say to like, hey, I wrote some new verses. I mean, yes, <laughs> I just new took verses. I took some of the melodies from folklore, put some new lyrics to. Hey. <laughs> Which is, um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So have you heard this? Yes. This is bittersweet news. So apparently that Sherry Shepard has neared a deal to become the permanent host of the Wendy Williams show. If by September, Wendy is not at capacity to host the show again. I think this is exciting on the one hand, of course, because Sherry Shepard's cool. Like besides that whole didn't know the earth was flat thing. <laughs> I feel like I love her on 30 Rock. I feel like she has said some things that I don't love. But in general, I am a Sherry Shepard fan. She's cool, yeah. She's cool. She's good at the job. I think the ratings are going up with yes. her as the co-host. But I just wish we knew what was going on with Wendy. Mm-hmm. Like, I realized I just watched her documentary. Like, she has been through it in life. She, you know, had issues with drugs and using. And and I don't know. I just want to know that her health is okay. Even if she's no longer on television in this capacity, I want her to be okay. But I am excited for Sherry if this does come to pass. I don't know. What are your thoughts? 
I know I like Sherry Shepard as well. I feel like I haven't seen uh, much of what she's been doing lately. Mm. Um, she's great and precious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone is great and precious. I was going to say, those are your feelings about everyone. Uh, and yeah, no, I, I, my, I mean, my heart goes out to Wendy. I mean, that's I know. I, like, what is going on? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's very scary and I know. sad. And, I know. You know, so I guess we'll see. I guess we'll but, see. Yeah. Um, yes. So Matt Steele. Yes. Could you tell us what's happening on Big Brother? The people want to know. I see in the chat people like, are questioning. What do you think of Todrick? Todrick, Todrick. Um, so do I? Do you want to hear about like game wise or Todrick specific wise? I would like to hear game wise highlights on Todrick in a short amount of time. Ooh, might not happen. I think you can do but, it. Uh, okay, so uh, it was very much Todrick and Misha Tate were a, were partners. Mm. Um, Carson Cressley and Cynthia Bailey were partners, and Shayna Mokler and uh, Chris Kirkpatrick were partners. Okay. And Shayna and Chris were in good positions with both sides, and mm-hmm. so they were like, "Okay, well, let's like you know, s- we're happy with where we're at. We can get information on both sides and everything." But um, and so uh. So then uh, Misha was head of household because she always wins everything. And <laughs> she, the whole time uh, they were like gunning after Carson, gunning after Carson and everything. She was always her number one target. Yeah. And so Carson and Cynthia both go up. So Shayna and Chris are both like, you know what? Misha and Todrick are just going to plow through everything because Misha's a competition beast. Mm. And Todrick has a, like an amazing social game and everything. So um Amazing social game. I'm, well, <laughs> at this point, okay. yes. And well, I've seen clips, darling. Yes, at this point, yes. And so uh, they were like, you know what? We're going to have our allegiance be to Cynthia and Carson. And so Misha, uh, so Shayna won the power of veto because she's a queen. And uh, Misha was like, you know what? If you want to take Cynthia down, that's fine. But like, leave Carson up there. Leave Carson up there. What Shayna and Chris Kirkpatrick should have done was taken Cynthia down still, and then yeah. Misha would have put up Todd, Todd Bridges, and they could have just voted Todd out and kept Carson, and yeah. then they would have had a foursome. Yeah. But instead, Chris and Shayna were like, let's really stick it to them and do what the head of household doesn't want and take down Carson, which, like, entertainment wise is great. Yeah. Um, but. Game move smarts? No, because then Misha was like, I see what's going on. Cox a ticket. <laughs> well, there's a while. And and so Misha was like, well, screw you, Chris Kirkpatrick, I'm putting you up. And Chris Kirkpatrick knew this was going to happen. And Chris Kirkpatrick and Todrick had fought, so um, they were on the outs. And so Chris Kirkpatrick essentially fell on his own sword. Mm. They evicted Chris Kirkpatrick and everything. Um, but then Carson Cressley wins head of household. Okay. And uh, he is like, okay, I'm going to go after Misha. So Todrick and Misha l- make up a lie saying that Shayna has been playing both sides mm. and wasn't loyal to Cynthia and Carson. Okay. Cynthia and Carson, not knowing how to play the game, <laughs> and not understanding that like, hey, Shayna actually took Carson down. This sh- Her actions showed right. her loyalty. They were just like, oh. She, you mean she's been talking to both sides of us? This means we can't trust her. Oh, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't, which is not true on Big Brother. <laughs> Always go after the devil you know first. So they got Shayna out of it. So, so uh, they backdoored Shayna, and it was, and Shayna was just like, "What the fuck? Like you are fucking idiots! Like what are you doing?" Um, and so that was really dramatic. But 
Todrick the entire in in pursuit of this lie. Todrick was constantly talking about Shayna's outfits, kind of being like she walks around Ugh. in a sports bra and That's leggings the I've entire seen. time, and was just like, "What do her kids think?" And he said the same thing to uh, Chris Kirkpatrick's face, like, "Your kids are going to be ashamed of how you what played." The fuck? It's da- like da- 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 this is a game. Like, why would you do that? I know, and uh, and so it caused a big rift between Shayna and the rest of the house because. Carson and Cynthia owe Shayna a giant apology. Um, but and so now everyone's voting for Shayna to be America's favorite player. Good. Um, and especially because she was like the best on the show anyway. But um, so Todrick, when Shayna left, Shayna like hugged Lamar and Todd Bridges <laughs> and uh, and and was just like, Don't worry, Todrick, I'll get the entire jury to vote against you. I mean Which they were going to anyway. I was gonna say, <laughs> it seems like that wouldn't be hard at this point. Yeah, and so then Todrick uh he he said something like, Don't be too hard on me, girl, don't be too hard on me. He was like chanting that as she left, which like you didn't think much of it at the time, but apparently you went back in the feeds and saw that Shayna revealed to Todrick, you know, weeks, days ago or whatever. One time an intruder broke into her house and I think he was saying something to her like, don't be too hard on me. Or she was saying to him, don't be too hard on oh. me. Or so like that was in reference to this story Gross. that she told like, him. So it's just like... Also like the clips of him talking about like the way he treats the people that work on his art and like yes. his videos. He's like, you know, I never tell them they're going to get paid and so they don't get paid. And like when I do my cameos, like I say the exact same thing every single time and yeah. like it works. It's just a money funnel. And it's like, whoa. And it's like, yeah, it's like you're Tod- on television. Yeah. And it's like Todrick, like these rumors about you have already been swirling. Yes. So like, why would you I like confirm that online? As Lizzo said, all the rumors are true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he... He, uh, yeah, and there, and like another clip of him came out, like of him like mocking like a homeless person or something at a laundromat Woo! or something. It's, so yeah, the the fans are not into Todrick. It's like season. if you were Todrick and you knew that like you know maybe you said some stuff like this, would you not go into the house kind of thinking I want to rehabilitate my image? Yeah, and not like say a bunch of mean and hurtful and awful things. Well, and then he started going on. He started coming out of the diary room recently and like sort of like explaining himself more. Like you know I say these things. Da, 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 and so people are like, is he being tipped off by like producers? Like, hey, fans aren't reacting positively to certain things you are doing or saying. We don't know Lamar Odom just like it seems like he really dislikes Todrick <laughs> Ta- Iconic. they had to be chained together for 24 hours and so Lamar and Todrick asked the diary room like the producers for a deck of playing cards mm. and Todrick got them and Lamar Odom just like ripped them in half <laughs> and, and then Lamar was like what I thought it'd be funny and Todrick was like it it wasn't. Why would you do that? And like, and Todrick and and Lamar was just like, well, I'm sorry, you paid so much for those playing cards. <laughs> like, basically insinuating, like, girl, you got those for free, right? And you can get another pack for free. Like, calm down. Lamar Odom's great. All right, <laughs> He's well, hilarious. Thank you for the breakdown. I'm because I just see the Todrick clip circulating on Twitter, and I'm just like, what's happening? All I see is he's being very rude to the other people in the house and to all of his fans. I got and the all of that, that out. Him. I got all of that out faster than I thought I would. That was not so bad. You know, that was okay. Well. I could talk more, but before we take our break, I just want to say one thing. Love Victor is ending with its upcoming season three. Mm-hmm. And like I've said in the past, I am so sick of shows being artistic and caring about their arcs and just ending before a good amount of time has gone. Like, give me at least five seasons. Guys, why does it have to end? You know what? The least that Love Victor can do, because they are doing this to Matt Palmer. They are. Put his poster back up. I know. Put, it, put his poster back up in the background of the coffee shop, wherever It they still <laughs> would not do be enough, because, like, there's no reason for this show to end season three. Like, is it doing poorly on Hulu or something? Like, was this out of their control? Like, why? Why, why, why? 
I don't know, girl. I'm so sorry. I mean, insecure. I mean, I will talk about giving me moments. There's a new show that I'm very into, which is going to hopefully tide me over. But between insecure and now love Victor, it's just like, why are all my faves leaving me? Why? I'm here. You got you, here. you got a bunch of people on hey, Twitter. That's true. We have 21 viewers right They're now. People are going to listen. I love I that. I will never leave you. I will never leave you. Yeah. I will never go away. Do you want to see a two game ads production of Sideshow? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that is not on the table. Don't vote. <laughs> um, okay. So is there anything else we need to say for news for idiots before we get going? Take I don't a think break. so. I don't think so. I've talked a lot. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and be back for more two game ads, the podcast. Hey. Hi, we're back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are on to email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that y'all might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. Yes. Or you can also comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Give us a question down there if you want. Um, or like ask us a question on Twitch live. <laughs> Maybe we'll answer it. Yeah. Um, so first question I don't really know how to answer this, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Uh, it's it's from G. Hey, G. Oh, from Grace. Oh, Grace. Hey, uh, Grace. Dear, who is this Broadway person? Dear Matt, I hope you are doing well. I'm writing to you for an unusual question. I need help identifying a Broadway singer who took part in the Sondheim tribute at Times Square. A friend asked me who the specific person was and sent along a screenshot, and I was totally embarrassed to say I didn't know. Now I'm worried it's someone really important, and I'll be even more embarrassed. I'm attaching this photo. The person in the question <laughs> is the woman wearing the white beanie with the yellow coat. If you don't know, maybe you can show the photo up on the screen, and somebody knows. Thanks so much for your podcast videos. Always makes my week. Oh, good. So the first thing I saw was Karen Ziemba front and center in a pink puffy jacket. And I was like, girl, that's Karen Ziemba. But then she specified it's this girl in the yellow coat and a white hat. I don't know if you want to. I, don't I, know. I, I guess I could add it to the YouTube video. We'll yeah. check the comments. But I, it seems like you don't know who it is. Well, I mean, I hope it don't sound ridiculous, but I have no idea who this person <laughs> is. Uh, so speaking she could walk right past me and I wouldn't know a thing. I'm so Sorry glad. Sorry to this lady. I am so glad Kiki Palmer's in like every fucking movie right oh, now. Yeah. I swear I've seen three trailers, like the new Jordan Peele, that movie that looks a little weird about like her being a slave, but it's also the 70s. Um, <laughs> but I am very excited to see her on screen because like, is there a more charismatic person on earth? Oh, she's Kiki great. Palmer. She was like, wonderful. Fucking A. When I was uh, with her on the set of Grease Live, mm. uh, <laughs> when I was a random student hey. walking around the background and she was, you know, an actual part, um, uh, she was just like, she was like chatting with all the crew. Everyone loved wow. her. Yeah. So oh, she's queen. exactly like she's in real life as she comes across. Also, Grace, I just want to say for you, I don't think it's fair that your friend assumes that you have to know every person who's ever been on Broadway. Yeah, this isn't That's like, like <laughs> this isn't like Bernadette Peters. Like, I know. Yeah, it here. seems like you're fine. No, I mean, no, no shade to no, this one. No, I'm sure this woman is very talented. I'm sure, <laughs> but, but you, you, I feel like your friend shouldn't be forcing you to be like, this person's on Broadway. Who is it? Yeah. You know, exactly. you're not a quiz master. We're not on a trivia game show. Exactly. You don't know everyone. St. Jeopardy. Yeah. All right. Next question comes to us from our dear friend, Adam. Adam. Arnell. Hopefully he's still on the Twitch. He was on at the beginning. But yes. Um, it says, hi, Matt. Sending a question. I feel like you both have such amazing personalities that you would make amazing TV. If each of you could pick any reality show to be a contestant on, which one would it be and why? Perhaps you could pick one that you'd be on because you love it and one you'd be on because you'd have the best chance of actually winning. Thanks for all you do. Uh, what reality show would you be on? Like a competition show maybe? Or I mean, no. If I could <laughs> choose, I would choose... <coughs> 
excuse me, I'm sorry. If I could choose, I would choose either a Vanderpump Rules because obviously it's right here. I would not want to fake work at that restaurant, mm. but I would love to cause drama and like yell at Sheena and stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah. Or a summer house, of course. Uh, but if it was a competition, I think I would choose Big Brother, honestly. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm not going to survive or I'm not going in the woods and I don't want to like run around the globe on, um, what's that show called? Running Globes. <laughs> Amazing Race. Yes. Oh, could you imagine us? We'd be awful. On the amazing, it would be, be the worst awful thing ever. They'd be like, get those gays off the screen. Yes. I'm not watching that. Yeah, it would awful. be really bad. Um, How about you? I, well, obviously, like Big Brother, I would love it. Mm. Um, and I would be really good at it because, like, I'm also, like, good at, like, um, pretending, like, not that I like people, but, like, <laughs> But like if someone was annoying me, I can like hold it in and I can be like, you know, uh, I can deal with it and everything. Like I feel like I have good patience for that and I have decent social skills. Survivor, I could do. Okay. Do I want to do it? That's really the question. The thing. Like I I don't know how I would really, because the thing is like when you're living on that camp, you're either like a builder or you're a hunter and like I don't want to do either. No. Um, So like what would I, or a cooker and you know I can't cook. That's 0 for 3 for you. It's like 0 for 3. Like what am I supposed to do? Just be there and like talk to people? No, that's what Big Brother's a TV show for. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I don't know how good I would be on uh Survivor. Um, I if there's an escape room TV show, like hey, reality show, I guess be I first would be, in line. I'd be okay at that. I still would like. I still believe, and I feel like you think we wouldn't be able to do this if we were both in a Big Brother house and we had to pretend to not know each other. Oh, we'd be great at it. I we'd think we'd be great. Well, also the good thing about it is like we would be good at pretending like we hate each other because like <laughs> I mean we, we do that every week. We could we could easily <laughs> like actually fight oh, and sure. it would be really believable Absolutely. and people would be like oh Matt Palmer and Matt Steele they're not a duo mm-hmm. and then we'd be top two I know oh, oh my god and then we'd trash each other in our final pleas I know. I'd be like don't vote for her <laughs> come on Julie Moonves get us in there <laughs> <laughs> Julie Chen Moonves respect the Chen uh, I have no respect <laughs> <laughs> I have all the respect she's my Chen bot I think that's great so Matt Steele yes I have a question for you yes what has been giving you moments, darling? Okay, well, we're all very lucky that I already blurted out everything that we needed to blurt out about Big Brother because okay. my giving me moments would have been like 12 hours long. But over these past two weeks, mm-hmm. I also wanted to talk about the movies that I saw these past two weeks. I love it. Um, so first movie I saw uh, in these two weeks was uh, The Worst Person in the World. Uh, it is a foreign film. It's uh, Nor- Norway or Sweden. Which one's Oslo? Up. Which which is it? Uh, I forget. Um uh, it's a, I want to say it's Norwegian. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and so uh, it was directed by uh, uh, Joachim Trier, I believe is how you pronounce the name. Okay. Uh, and it is starring uh, Renata Reinsva, who gives an excellent performance. It's very much about, I guess, like millennial discontent. Mm. <laughs> like it's about like a young woman who doesn't really know what she wants in life. And she's cons- It's Norwegian. They're confirming. Oh, good. The, the Twitch is confirming. That's why we love Twitch. Um, and it, it's about a young woman who like, is so certain of what she wants in life and then she suddenly isn't and she's constantly changing her mind, whether mm. that is her career decisions and specifically in most of the movie, it's her r- relationship decisions and everything. And it's really fascinating, really, really well done. The leading performance, Renata Rinesva, is excellent. It got a surprise nomination for Best Original Screenplay this year, wow. um, which... I don't think it, do, it I, I think it has more than 0% shot. Like wow, that's it, amazing. It could potentially win. Like, I think Licorice Pizza and Belfast are a little ahead of it, but if those split votes, 
I think worst person in the world could uh, beat it. I also saw the movie Parallel Mothers this these past two weeks. That's the new Pedro Almodovar movie starring Penelope Cruz. Excellent, excellent, excellent movie. Um, excellent performance by Penelope Cruz. Uh, it's about a woman who becomes very good friends with uh, another woman in her birthing room as she's um, when she gives birth to Ooh, a baby. That's um, cool. I don't want to like spoil much, but it's basically about their relationship and their relationship with their children. And there's also ties to uh, the present Spain's present relationship with the past Spanish Civil War, which is. Mm. Really interesting yeah. and something I don't know much about. Um, so, but it was just like beautiful how that sort of like all tied together. Uh, and the last movie that I saw these past two weeks, a movie that I've kind of been putting off because like it's a sports movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm kind of not that I like hate sports movies like Rudy is like and a league of their own obviously is one of the best I mean, of cinematic course. experiences of all time. Um, but, you know, I'm not a huge sports movie person. But I have to say, King Richard's wonderful. Really? Like, King Richard is lovely. Wow. It's, and I think it's mostly because it's not so much about the sport. It's about, it's mostly about like his relationship with his daughters and how uh, he um, really um, tried to have them have normal lives when mm. they really could have been thrown into this machine of like young people playing sports right. and having no childhood and everything. And it's, it's sort of like his struggles to like what to do with that and everything. And I don't know. I, I thought it was lovely, really like heartwarming and, and Will Smith is really great. Really, like really, really great. And you know, else? I also Anjanou Ellis got an Oscar nomination for best supporting actress. She's also excellent. But the little girl who plays Venus, all the kids actually are wonderful, but like the girl who plays Venus is really fantastic. Really? I thought she was really great. So, so yeah, those are the three movies I saw. They're wonderful. Check them out. Which of those three do you think I should say? Oh, before the Oscars? Oh, I multiple. Uh, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like you'd like King Richard. Okay. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about Parallel Mothers. <laughs> I um, was in your description. I was interested in worst person in the world. Yeah. Worst person in the world. I think you would like, yeah, yeah I think you would. Okay. There are some quirky moments though, where you might be like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's not like super weird or anything. It's very right. straightforward and the pacing is really great. And she, she's just a really fascinating character. So yeah. I, I take that back. You would like worst person in the world. All right. I'm yeah. happy. All right. Maybe I will watch both those now that I'm on a Oscars roll. You're on an Oscars roll, guys. Matt Palmer, movie fan. You're going to be joining film Twitter soon. It's oh my real God. aggressive. I, I don't know if I'm ready for you that. Ha, you, ha, you have to really love Spencer to, oh, to be on film Twitter. I don't anticipate watching Spencer. <laughs> so maybe I don't belong there. Um, But for me, what's been giving me moments, guys... I feel like, speaking of Twitter, there's been so much Twitter conversation around this television show, and I just finally binged it up until the point that it has aired. Abbott Elementary is so fucking good. I hear it's excellent. It is so hilarious. Quinta has created this amazing show. It is about a group of elementary school teachers and like their troubles working in the public school system. And Quinta is like young and bright eyed and bushy tailed and trying to like change things and make things better. And, uh, you know, Cheryl Lee Ralph is a teacher and who's been there for a million years and just like... We do the best with what we got. We don't try to push for anything else because mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. And I just, the characters are so endearing and wonderful. It's one of those shows that like gets better and better as the episodes go on. They just had a very like nonchalant reveal that one of the characters was gay in like a very sweet way. And it like wasn't like a big storyline or anything. I just, 
it's it's just like a workplace comedy mockumentary in the style of a Parks and Rec and The Office. Um, probably a little less cringy. The principal is so against Quinta's character and find, like just finds her so annoying and makes fun of her every chance she gets. It's so so hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just one of those shows that I can tell. Like I feel like season two and season three are going to be fucking fantastic. Like it's very good right now, but it's like those types of shows for whatever reason always take about a year to really oh, find their footing. And, then, and when they find out like, oh, people are liking this, let's lean yes. into what people like. Yes. Season two is going to be like. And the actor who plays Greg, who was the kid on Everybody Hates Chris, is so great. And um, I just love the show and cannot recommend it enough for someone who loves, you know, a nice, light, frothy comedy that like makes you feel things and makes you root for people. Like it is. The I feel like people are like, and I watch Euphoria and I get terrified and down on every school ever. Uh-huh. And then I check into Abbott Elementary and like feel a bit lighter. And I'm like, yes, this is what we need. Is it going to win the Emmy for uh, Best New Comedy? Hey, I, w- I would love, is Best New Comedy a I mean category? Well, Best Comedy. Oh, okay. I it. shouldn't have said new, but like it <laughs> hey, would be a new comedy winning. I would love that. And I feel like I read something about how it has quadrupled its ratings since its premiere. Wow. So it is really, really popular. Big Twitter conversation. I mean, that's it. so wonderful because I feel like a comedy like of that ilk, like it's, 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 ABC, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's network comedy. Yeah. Like I feel like a comedy on network television of that like style, like yes. it's not the thing now. Yes. And like the fact that this show can be so successful, yes. I, I, like congratulations to everyone. Honestly, my one of my best friends who's a teacher. I have a lot of friends who are teachers, but like <laughs> one of my best friends is a teacher. Um, in like our text group chat, um, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, Libby, are you watching Abbott Elementary?" And she's like, "I will during the summer." <laughs> she, she's like, "I watched the first episode and it just hit too close it's to too home." Close. And so I was like, "You know what? I'm I'm gonna need to do this do this during summer vacation." I hear that for Libby. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what a queen. Also, shout. Oh, I mean, Libby's the best. Oh, man. Um. Uh, also, shout uh, Sanaya Sin- Sydney, Sania Sydney, Sin- is, the Sinaya the... Sydney is the name of the girl who played Venus. Thank oh. you so much to Price of Fame for for uh, letting us know. Oh my God, Twitch is amazing. <laughs> I mean, we're le- I mean, we're getting fact checked as we're doing this, which is lovely. They um, are all our producers. Truly. It's, it's like when Sunny in the View like turns to the camera and is like, "I have a legal note." <laughs> it's like the producers like correcting her. Or we need like that. that. Yeah, we need that. Uh, well, guys, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. This has been so much fun. I'm so glad we're doing Twitch. And we are really going to get a actual time that will happen regularly in the future. But this has been so much fun. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And we'll be back next week with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.